This is Channel 253 Sports. In 2004, 30 years after the birth of the Seattle Sounders, a crack podcasting unit was sent to prison by a federal court for a crime they didn't commit. These men and women promptly, well, eventually, escaped from a minimum security luxury prison camp to the Tacoma Underground. Today, still wanted by the Timbers Army for dropping trial in front of Jeldwin, they survive as supporters of fortune. If you need a hot take, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the Flounders B Team. Hey everybody, this is Steve and you're listening to the Flounders B-Team Podcast. It is Season 3, Episode 7. We are recording live to tape on May 9th, 2019. That's right, we've got some great news this week uh, we want to share with you. Absolutely, we're, we're super excited. Uh, went to the uh, member... <coughs> think before you speak. Use your words. We went to the uh, member event at the Grand Cinema, had a really great time. Tim, me, Catherine, Nate Bowling were all there, uh, as well as other Channel 253 folks. So uh, that was a great time. You go to channel253.com slash membership, and you can join for $4 a month and get some of those great, special, wonderful member benefits as well. In studio with me today, we have Mr. Timothy Hamilton. How you doing, man? Present. The great news that we want to share, ladies and gentlemen, we are bringing to the staff Andrew Hammond. Ladies and gentlemen, he's got his arms out. He's waiting for that. The tens, the, the, the tens of thousands of, yes. of, of people who, who, who clamored for me. Yes. They, all the letters they wrote in. The letters. The- yep. The listener, the listener requests, the letters, the postcards. It's like the it's like the recorder that you have like when you're in like elementary school. That's right. That's right. That, that's that's very appropriate. Yeah, for my you got entrance. something in an auto harp. <laughs> well, I, I I'm pleased to be a part of the team, and I appreciate you guys letting me talk some uh, talk some uh, soccer. We're so having it, we're that. having fun already. So so how did you find the interview process? Was that pretty rigorous? It was. It was difficult. It was. It, 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 it was a difficult process. You know, I had to walk on some coals. Yeah, well, so and, and so was the the hardest part the confidence course, the writing samples. What was your? Um, I think it was fighting the uh, uh, fi- fighting the dwarves. The dwarves that the I had dwarves. to. That I, yeah, we had them imported from yes. uh, what's that place in uh, Middle Earth? I I don't know, but I just had to fight like five of them to actually the misty get the dwarves job. from the Misty Mountains. Yeah, that's what like, it was. I had to actually fight them, and you, huh. I won clearly. Yeah. So um, is uh, uh, is uh, what what weapon did you choose in in your um, battle? I just basically just held up um, something, and they couldn't get it. So <laughs> they didn't chop at your legs yeah, with so their the, mighty yeah, axes. They, they, well, they just kind of just quit. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. They mm-hmm. just okay. they showed some fight, but then I got the job, yeah, and you were like, like "Hey, you know congratulations!" Well, thank you, Andrew. And uh, just want to let you know, this is an unpaid internship. I, I've had like five or six <laughs> of them since like 2005, so it's okay. And what we didn't disclose at the beginning of the interview is oh, I'm also on an unpaid inter- internship. 
aren't we all <laughs> on an unpaid internship in life? I'm, but I'm also, I don't know. Anyway, Andrew, uh, we just love your background. So you've got a little bit of a background in radio as well, yes, right? Yes, I do. Um, and I, it's not just showing up to hip-hop shows? Yeah, No, it's not. Um, but that was part of the job. But no, I actually got my start in in the journalism business doing radio. I was on a, on a teen talk show. Um, but I wasn't giving advice uh-huh. because if, if I, like if my Dr. Teenage, Drew, Dr. My, Andrew Hammond, my, my teenage self <laughs> giving advice would be the worst Ooh. thing ever. Um, cause I was awful as a teenager, but no. Um, so yeah, I've been doing radio, uh, broadcast games, um, kind of done a little bit of everything. So this is kind of getting back to my roots. And That's it's, awesome. It's, it's, it's a great spot and it's a great show to be on. Well, we're, we're definitely very honored that you uh, decided you wanted to be a part of this. So hopefully we're going to we're gonna make beautiful music together. Yes, we will. Da, da, da. He's, you, that doesn't translate well to radio. Yeah, He's it doesn't. Doing the, I was a playing fiddle, a violin. Yeah, on his arm. Yeah. It was I thought you were looking for so. a vein. <laughs> wow. You know. We after, do not UA. After. <laughs> there is no. <laughs> Well, after after watching that Roldan gold, I'm, oh my god, put that I, I, shit into my veins. <laughs> yep, <laughs> there's enough dopamine to go around. <laughs> oh man, that shit was gorgeous. So, what are we going to talk about today, gentlemen? We want to talk about Minnesota. All the looks on goal that happened in that match and just didn't seem to land on both sides. Uh, want to talk about the future outlook for for Minnesota and see what that looks like for them, what it looks like for them in that new stadium that they've just recently christened. Anyway, we're also going to talk about uh, recent signings this week, some big news in Sounders land. We got Joven Jones, and I'm going to say it's Xavier Aguera and how that impacts the roster um, and what that means for some folks uh, coming up in the summer window. So uh, we're also going to talk about some coach news, and uh, we're going to look forward to the Houston match coming up this Saturday, as well as your listener questions. With that, what do you guys think about that Minnesota game? It's good to walk out with a point. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This was the first full match that uh, we saw Abdul uh, um, Abdul Salam on the on the pitch. His first match seems like he's got a ton of speed, especially you know. I expect tall guys to be pretty fast, but you don't see that all the time, especially in defenders. But this dude is. He can he can he can close down. So uh, I, I I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, what he has uh, in store at that right back position, especially if if Kelvin Leardham gets yeah. another card or if this Joven you know, Jones signings handy. turns into a kind of a formation change, and we might talk about it a little bit later. What are you guys' impressions of the game? Minnesota. Uh, well, it started off. Uh, you know, it started off with with Tim Ford, the referee. He's he's dressed and flexing. He uh, he doesn't have to worry about anybody trying to infringe on his Second Amendment rights. He was there for the gun show. <laughs> the gun show. <laughs> never see. Never saw the guy before. Um, but other than a few times during the game, he probably should have carded people. He he, he must have listened to the show last week because he was letting a lot of it go, <laughs> just kind of letting things happen. Um, I mean, Kim Kee, he went in late, probably should have got a yellow. And then uh, uh, Gray Goosh, um, a player for Minnesota, was uh, verbally, visually dissenting and then picked up the ball and, you know, kind of chucked it in the air. And and he was berating. I mean, it, I can't read his lips, but it was definitely um, disrespectful to the referee, and he okay. just kept letting it, let it go. Um, so, so that was the takeaways, uh, strange officiator, uh, uh, he let decent, a lot of it go. competent officiating with a little bit of weirdness yeah and we never used uh, salazar was the fourth official and we never used him but officiating is 
I guess fine because it wasn't Uncle Ted and he didn't uh, insert himself into the game. Yeah. He just kind of let things happen. Um, Andrew, uh, your first impressions of the match? You know, I, I was I was kind of worried about just the the aspect of going on the road because especially in the Western Conference, everybody seems like it's there's a there's a there's like maybe one or two maybe three tiers and those three tiers are just the mm-hmm. teams that just kind of that can just beat each other any any day and mm-hmm. going on the road and I mentioned this last week Minnesota I feel like it's going to be one of those places where any of any of the heavyweights in the league go in it's going to be tough and I think uh, Seattle did a great job of coming out with a point because God forbid you you know you lose there. You know, it's 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 gonna be a tough road to climb coming back, but no, I I was very impressed uh, just with how they withstood. You know, the first goal stood with uh, with withstood late charges and made things better. Uh, you know, kind of coming out because once again, you know, you're out of position for one goal, then it's yeah, it's one one, but it could also be two one or two one. The whole thing so, cascades, yeah. yes. That's kind of nuts. Uh, so looking at the uh, the lineups, Tim's pulling those up for us. Stephen Fry is in the back. Smith, Marshall, Kihi, Abdul Salam across the back four. Roldan and Delam are defensive mids. Uh, Rodriguez, Ladero, and Buana uh, attacking mids, and then Jordan Morris up top. And who cares about uh, who cares about Minnesota? Because <laughs> there's they're doing a four three three. Ozzy is in the middle. He's. Uh, yeah, he's definitely that anchoring position. He's able to pass to basically anybody on the field almost directly, uh, and he's kind of hanging out in that center circle quite a bit. Yeah, their four three three kind of looks like the Brady Bunch. So Alonzo is really Alice. Yeah. Yeah. Alonzo's Alice, the maid. <laughs> and and Minnesota kind of has those Alice colors. Yeah, it does. Know, yep, for... he's got the Flounders B team colors. Yeah, ah. that's light blue. Oh, I got stickers coming. <laughs> Sounds like a personal problem. I, no, I got stickers coming. And you ran through some bushes. <laughs> I ordered stickers, guys. All right, so so we're just gonna randomly stick them on people's cars in the parking lot. That's gonna get our downloads up. What the hell's this? Oh, Flounders B Team. Hey, oh. I gotta listen to this. <laughs> I've been waiting for this my whole life. So, uh, it, n- major changes. Delum, Delum, I thought had a great game. Um, at CDM, and then Abdul Salam, a whole ninety minutes out of him was uh, was refreshing. You know, you you were saying last week that that he had a lot, he had a, a lot of cups of coffee around the league, and it shows. I mean, I was nervous because I, you know, when you when you're playing in Tacoma, not everybody uh, not everybody looks strong and confident. But I guess when you're putting them at, at you know the, you raise the level of the guys around you, I suppose. What are you drinking? Thanks for reminding me. Oh, that's a good question. Well, I'm drinking a margarita that you gave me. And when that goes a little nuts with Don Julio, so, uh, Plata. One shot of Don Julio. Uh, two, uh, two Julios, one shot of Grand Marnier, uh One lime. shot of Grand Marnier, uh Basically, one little lime. So a whole juice from a whole lime. So it's one part lime, two parts tequila, one part Grand Marnier, And then you just finish it with a squirt until you, you know, can feel your lips again <laughs> there you go and then we also have the pbr easy low calorie easy. 
I'm easy like Sunday morning. Well, nice when I drink it. Blue ribbon. You ever go to the karaoke bar and just listen to the songs without people singing them because they never show up? Or somebody turns off their mic and so you just hear like the weird background vocals? Yeah, it's terrible. That's the easy like Sunday morning song. That sounds awful, sounds actually. Like, yeah, like it experience. doesn't help that I'm singing it, but Minnesota. So, yeah, like Minnesota. How how was their play that uh, that first goal? The, well, to start the field. The field kind of goofed up with everybody. It seemed really sloppy and like it, it was dry sloppy, but it looked like it was coming up everywhere. So players couldn't do what players normally do, like lots they, of turf monster kind of things. Yeah, everyone okay. was very careful with their steps. So I think we could normally uh, cut. Maybe we should have cut more and made people lose footing, but I don't know. It just seemed really sloppy, even though it was dry. It, it to me, it, it felt like they grew the grass a little. Maybe this is just from a football background and kind of just studying turf and all that. It, it seemed like they kind of grew the grass a little too thick to try to slow, just, it yeah, slow the ball down. Kind of slow the ball down I mean, a little because that's do, what they felt do that like stuff in Central America all the time, especially in Concacaf type uh, matches where. You know, they know somebody plays on turf all the time and the ball's super fast. They'll or it's just, a fast team, you can slow them down. Mm-hmm. Right. But I, I think it was I think it was just mostly a combination of the weather and uh it's a brand new field, so you know, maybe it didn't totally set. It maybe was, they haven't just kind of dialed it in yet. Yeah. Is well, that soccer specific? Are they doing any other events there? I, uh I believe no. it's a soccer specific well, stadium. If you listen to the if you listen to the in stadium announcer, you'd think it was a monster truck show. <laughs> <laughs> Can we you do ha- an imitation. We, we have been blessed with uh, with one uh, James Woolard. Oh man, and bless him. They they don't have a James Woolard. Hi James. Hi James. Hey James, how you doing, buddy? Yeah, James, meet Andrew. Andrew, meet James. You probably met James at the media day, didn't you? Uh, I think I did. And then he also follows me on Twitter. I probably need to follow back. Yeah, you should. So yeah. I don't want to be a dick about it. He's a good follow. He uh he he he's a dog tweeter. Okay. I think he'll 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 retweet people's cat stuff and they'll just ask basic questions about like life gotcha and things like that he's a really cool dude he's been on the show a number of times and then we've run into him other times yeah if you listen to the uh the first episode back from uh mls cup he was Mm -hmm. on he was in the car with us Mm -hmm. nice didn't you guys uh didn't you guys it's somewhere it's somewhere oh oh yeah i shared i shared a bed with him (laughs) i i I gave him some earplugs, and uh, <laughs> I told him there's going to be a lot of snoring. Okay, so I almost spit out my drink <laughs> as soon as you said that, and well, it's what my second time on the show. I'm not trying to like spit, you know, drinks everywhere. But my God, you got to prepare me for something. Oh, like I that. thought you were listening back. Where's your? I, I, I was listening back, but I wasn't prepared. Where's your hand? That's right. Where's your other hand? Between two pillows. <laughs> Those aren't pillows. <laughs> Planes, trains, and automobiles. This is a great movie. It is a fantastic movie. <laughs> Another Chicago movie. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. But but Minnesota. Minnesota. <laughs> we're um, here. We're here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Minnesota, we are here. Oh, it's hot. Everybody's like a little scattered because it's hot, dehydrated. We're full of pizza. Well, that that it, but you know, just go, but going to Minnesota, yeah, yeah. Minnesota I, I, I'm just happy that in just you know, kind of covering MLS, kind of just as a novice, but now, kind of being on the Sounders beat, 
I'm happy to see Minnesota have a soccer specific stadium. Yes, because there's nothing there, there's nothing like you know you can tell. Okay, this is ours. You know they were they were in Minnesota or they were playing at the University of Minnesota. Beautiful stadium. Yep. But go it first. But it's like you're just there for somebody else's. You're. It's like you're you're the roommate. Yeah. Oh no. Uh, we we are here at, at Quest or CenturyLink or whatever it's called now, and we feel like the second class citizen. But at, but at the football lines but, on the but field. at the same time, it doesn't feel like that though because it's like you guys have kind of made it your own. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at and, New England and, Revolution. Oh God! And CenturyLink tenancy was intended for multi-purpose soccer, right? right stuff. They right. need to replace that the field. Pronto. Yeah, they do need to replace the field. It's getting choppy. I'd like gross. to see them go to grass, mm-hmm. but I don't think you can do that with, especially with the climate and I, all I, that. Well, and Seahawks, they I mean, can't. Yeah. I think with the drainage, I think they put the wrong things in play. I don't believe it's set up for grass. Now, yeah. you, who knows? I don't. I don't know how much is going to have to be spent to retrofit for grass. But it's my understanding that it's a different drainage type of a thing. Um, there is. Uh, a hybrid that exists and i think colorado not colorado rapids but i believe uh mile high stadium might use a all over europe and in england they use grass and turf hybrid they basically have grass field and then they punch a bunch of uh you know turf rows into it okay okay it does exist uh you can look it up i'm not gonna look it up that's why the internet was created yeah i think that's i think (laughs) that would be awesome i don't know if it's going to help NFL players because I mean the NFL drives this thing right right so. so the the stadium experience seems to be pretty solid there they've got those uh, those kind of badass stand up uh, supporter uh, supporter seats or supporter positions whatever you want to call them and their supporter group is actually pretty fantastic it's about what we expected uh, expected it, expected it to look like it's almost that KC cauldron experience right yeah it's a, n- a nice little wall uh, mm-hmm. on each side so it's yep you know it, ke- it keeps sound you tunnel in. Yep. yeah oh so yep. no it's it's gonna be once they get a good team and once they get you mm-hmm. know like those heavyweights like I was saying like LAFC comes in there they're gonna be a difficult place to play and 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 I'm I'm, I'm pretty excited and optimistic of what they can actually do there yeah um I, I agree. I I don't want anyone in the West to succeed, but of course not. Yeah. I, I'm I'm curious to see a couple of years in. I mean, this is four games in, uh, but five or six games in, are they? You know, five or six seasons in, are they going to have the same capacity? Yeah. If they just roll out a turd of a season, are their you know the the shine wears off? Are they just going to have like ten thousand, five thousand in there? I don't know. It's it. it I feel I feel like it's tougher to maybe gauge that compared to say the NBA, the NHL, because I feel like those teams, especially like if they're bad at the beginning, people kind of know, but they they'll still show up. Uh-huh. I don't know how that translates to new MLS franchises. Cause I mean, Atlanta, I, I feel like Atlanta kind of just, they stand out on their own as far as just a new club mm-hmm. stadium. Everybody's there and it's, you know, they, they kind of created that themselves. So now it's like everybody else kind of has to copy off of that that blueprint. And it's it's going to be difficult to do because there's going to be, what, three or four teams coming in within the next five years or so? Yeah. I mean, we talked about that. I, I, don't, I assume they're going to get to 32, but we'll see. I mean, Nashville for sure. Then uh, there's Miami and then Austin eventually. But, I mean, they're, they're, they're still looking. 
So, uh, all right, yeah. So Minnesota is going to be uh, going to be a presence to look for uh, in the future. I don't um, know how long they're going to stay in the West. Yeah. We'll we, see. We haven't, you know, the the Sounders haven't experienced a bad season yet, right? So it's, uh, I mean, would you say? It's just, <laughs> looking back at the season, you're going to see the stats like, oh, mm-hmm. that was a good season. No, it, we've had like three really crummy beginnings to seasons yeah. in a row. And then this one stands out because we're like the Mariners. We're like 15 and two. Woo. Well, no, no I mean, <laughs> we got all these points early and now we're pretty much so they play fourth or fifth yeah, place. Right 160, how many games? 165? 162. But you know, yeah, it, yeah. It, and, and that's, and the Mariners are at 500. Right. right. Now. And, and so, you know, and kind of going to the Minnesota game, you, you get that point, but at the same time, you, you, you think, damn, we have to start keeping pace with LAFC and, and, and the Galaxy. And, yeah, while it's good to walk out with a point, mm-hmm. two more points helps in the long run <clears throat> so much more, especially with the playoff scenario. Yeah. And it's kind of changed everything. Yeah. Um, having Kelvin leered him out on a red card kind of pointed to some depth issues. And it seems like the Sounders are actually finally trying to address some of that with some of the signings that happened this week. Holy cats, right? Segway. Uh, <laughs> you caught that, didn't you? Um, so we signed uh, Sounders uh, Sounders alumnus Joven Jones, and we signed uh, Xavier uh, uh, Aguera. Xavier Aguera. Yeah, easy for you to say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so calling him Javier. What do, what do we know about what do we know about Joven Jones? Joven Jones is uh, from Trinidad and Tobago. Mm-hmm. He can't, we got him TNT. We got him by basically robbing Chicago mm-hmm. for him, and then yeah, you see him running around doing his thing. You're like, golly, why would they let him go? Well, it's because he was on like a year and a half contract, and I probably had aspirations for playing in Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, and lo then, and behold, sure enough, about a year <laughs> in, um, a year into the season. You know, uh, 2017, he 17, signed a pre-contract. Yeah. A year into the season? Well, after the, at the end of the 2017 season, um, he signed a pre-contract for the, the club uh, Darmstadt. I don't know. Yeah. Duhast. Yeah. Duhast Darmstadt. Darmstadt, Germany. Germany, second, divi- second division. So uh, if, if, you're, if, you're not, if you're not under any kind of... Uh, um, restriction you can sign a pre-contract and then go at the end of the season for free which was kind of a bummer but we got him back by paying for him now all that does is kind of make things a little a little congested at our left back spot because we still have brad smith on loan Mm -hmm. and we have new who which is probably feeling kind of left out right now (laughs) i thought it was gonna be my turn but um it depends on who you talk to it sounds like brad smith to bring him back and sign him fully, it's going to cost more than we probably want to pay. Like the loan is cheaper than to burn. Well, he's he's performed pretty well. Um, I imagine his stock has gone up at Burnmouth quite a bit, given his performance and given his uh, his demonstrated versatility in that winger role. It's been amazing. But Joven Jones is also a fairly proven winger, right? Yes. Yeah. No. He's he's a proven winger, and to me. Because I was thinking about this today when I was at practice and just kind of watching just kind of how, like, getting the vibe from the team, they're excited about the signings. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's you know, it's kind of like new shoes. 
it's like, oh, new shoes. You know, <laughs> you, you, you get to wear them. You get to keep them. But, you know, of course, these guys may not be here for maybe a few weeks or could be a month in change. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like there's going to be an odd man out. And I, I feel like there's going to be some uncomfortable conversations that need to be had. And to me, from, from what I'm getting from the club, they feel prepared for that. And they've been preparing for this for, mm-hmm. for a while, just hearing from what Garth and Schmetz have been saying throughout the week. So, I mean, could could Nuhu be on his way out? Well, yeah, and there's he, been he, shopping. He, 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 there's been rumors that, you know, parts of Europe, French-speaking parts of Europe, or uh, France, um, yeah. has been uh, uh, courting... <laughs> It's like we were kind of just dipping into the. It's like we don't want to dip into the horn, and then suddenly we just all just dove in. You know, like yeah, e- no. eastern eastern uh, Canada, like uh, the wine, the wine country. Um, so I mean, he's been he's been on on Instagram, kind of liking and and uh, flirting with uh, some some France. No, yeah, yeah. So I mean, one way or the other, what it does help is. It helps to come to defiance where if there's a if there's a bunch of guys that are on the edge that could be reserves and they could get actual minutes for the first team playing down at S two uh, to come to defiance, then uh, that's good for everybody. We're gonna actually right. win some games and stop getting bullied around by X Sounders. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it it is a great job addressing the depth and addressing the issues that either have been going on or could come up. Yeah. Because it, it feels like they've just kind of taken this as, okay, this is what, you know, yeah, we have depth issues and then we have, you know, the injuries. Then you have just the wear and tear of a season mm-hmm. and they nailed it in this first uh, transfer session. Mm-hmm. We'll see what they do in the second. I, I don't know where they could go in the second. And of course that's a conversation way down the road, but it feels like, all of the X's that you, you know, marked off that you wanted, you got out of it. Yeah. Chris Henderson's a hell of a scout and he finds talent. He finds how some of these some of these things that we want uh, are going to work. Clearly, we've maintained the relationship with Joven uh, necessary to, to make a positive signing. We let him go so he could come back after he developed. That's fantastic. Um, and, and none of these signings occur um just on a whim right right? it's not just like hey we're gonna pick you up uh sounds good right Right. and talk to the agent this stuff this stuff takes months you said henderson henderson is in korea and japan right now now but he's was but he was setting that shit up months ago well he's 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 always two he's always like two transfer windows down the road yep he's and which you need that Mm -hmm. you 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 need if you if you want to build a successful organization you got to think okay what am I going to do 2020? What am I going to do in you know 2023? Because things happen. But it's, World Cup cycles hit. It's scary for us as fans because that's a good point. But it's scary for us as fans because we you know we don't see that every day. Right. And all we see is okay, this transfer window is about to close, and yet again the Sounders have not made a signing, and we have very clear demonstrated depth issues because we collapsed over the past couple of matches. Uh, it's now four winless. Yes. Yeah. In a row. And so that's fine. Two losses, two draws, three well, draws, no, one loss. We've only lost once. But uh, yeah. I mean, we, we, was it Easter, Bloody Sunday? Yeah. We, yeah. we lost to LA, then we tied the, uh, San Jose, then we tied 
LAFC. LA, and then we just but tie. I, but I also feel like if if one or two of those games hadn't happened that way, we might not have pulled the trigger on Joven Jones. We might not have pulled the trigger on Agueda. Joven, what do you think? I, Joven, if, if, if what I've been kind of hearing, and Joven had been wanting to come back, and there was a number, essentially, essentially I believe it was just the number that, that it was about, what, I think it's 150 150k for the transfer fee, and so uh, Joven's agent calls Garth, and then I'm just kind of reiterating mm-hmm. what Garth yeah, has yeah. said. And yeah, so yeah. Garth was like, "Okay, yeah, let's see if we can do this." So you talk to the salary cap guys. Yeah, we can get it for this number, and so it worked. So I, I want to say Joven was more of a, "Okay, yeah, we're gonna do this." Mm-hmm. The shabby one. I think that's one, Chris Henderson kind of working his magic, mm-hmm. and two, it's, okay, we need a spot we can fill mm-hmm. immediately. And we so, have a target of opportunity. Right. Okay. So how long do you think it, I mean, how long do you think it would have taken to get Aguera? You know, was I he, think. Was he already shopping? I, I believe if, 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 if what, you know, if what they're saying is true, then these two guys were probably going to come here, but okay. it was, it was more... I think they would have been maybe a, a bit more relaxed. I'm not, not trying to put words in their mouth, but I feel sure, like sure. they would have been a bit more relaxed going into maybe the second one. Mm-hmm. And now it's just kind of okay. We'll just knock these out right now. Yeah. And yeah. Then, it uh, honestly, it seems it, this seems premeditated because we, oh for sure. You know, we're not sure if the Brad Smith is is sticking around, and we also know that that Chad is is getting older, and uh, we also know that Torres is not 100 percent solid and we know he wants to play so yep. i'm guessing Nuhu and torres are probably uh on on the trade block on the cell on the in the want ads i don't know they on, on the curb on on with yeah. a, in a box i mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> free I to get know. home <laughs> I, I, I don't i don't want to you know be be that dark with it but yeah no i the more i think about just kind of where this team could be headed my guess is and you know this will probably be wrong, but either one of the two won't be here by what July transfer window. I can see that happening where one of the two just mm-hmm. they get an offer they can't refuse sure. and more playing Off time. Well, yeah, I mean, there's a chance. I, I I think Brad is gone out of the league, but I think Torres, if 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 Torres could play somewhere. He might go. I mean, he, even in the up? league, who needs a who, who needs, who needs a, a, a inspirational an center back? Center back. Yeah. Inspirational can dance. Has a great, great charisma. We forgot to do uh, uh, the the ECS. I, I I dub ECS. You, I'll give you permission to sing a song for uh, for Xavi. So when Xavi does something great, Xavi. When when Javier or Xavier does something great. Um, I, I like Shabby. I think Shabby. It, I think Shabby, it's Shabby. Yeah. ECS, yeah. you have my permission to let it out. X gonna give it to you. It only goes for a few seconds, so he's gonna give it to you. X is gonna give it to you. I like it. You could say it like that. X is going to give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! No, uh, that's um, gonna be a great two pull though. 
X going to give it to you. X going to give it to you. So the, we're definitely going to have some roster impacts because we do not have room for 97. Uh, uh, we don't have room for, for five left backs. But does that mean that we have uh, an opportunity for a formation change? Are they trying to or maybe looking at moving to a, a, a 4-3-3 type system where we have that uh, midfield band um, that is a little more, I don't know, a little more, a little wider and has uh, a little more attacking strength on the wing? Uh, we could, I mean, Jovan Jones, we've noticed that Jovan Jones, uh, what, 2000. 17 uh played midfield almost more than he did mm-hmm. left back so we could put him up higher and we don't have to worry about his defensive liabilities um doing that uh and if we, we have if we could do i, I could see a yep. four four two where we've got either new who on the left or brad smith on the left mm-hmm. and then we have a midfield uh, attacking midfield uh, well, i guess our fourth center back no, yeah, we'd be fine. I, I don't know. We, it, it gives us plenty. It gives us plenty of options, and mid game, it gives us plenty of options. If we lose people, or if we have to go uh, balls to the wall and mm-hmm. go get some goals, then we could always put up a second uh, striker. And on the right hand side, I mean, if Abdul Salam can continue to perform the way he has, that does free up Kelvin Leardom to shift things a little farther north uh, on the field and. Uh, be more of a be more of a, a of a of a of an attacking Salam and midfielder. Lyrdom are not going to be on the field at the same time. Well, I'm saying if you change the formation. No. Oh. Well, yeah. If we change the formation, I still think only one of those two are going to be on. That's then fair. We we could use Jordan Morris as uh, as a winger on the right, mm-hmm. and then uh, we could have one or two forwards up top. I don't know. This this does just we've got speed on the left in in both Jones and Smith and we've got speed on the right with with Morris so mm-hmm. we could we could run run these guys down the sidelines and then have uh Ladero pull the trigger yeah no I'm I'm encouraged by that because as as you were saying speed and you you need to be athletic in this league especially on the outside yeah to not only just have have just have scoring opportunities uh, because a team like Houston you know they they've been successful on the outside, especially on the left side. So yeah, you're gonna have to, and really that's kind of the tool the, that teams are using. And you have the fact that you know, like Abdul Salam, veteran guy, veteran presence, you know, has played in the league. So you get some, you get some experience, you get some youth. Twenty four year old uh, Aguera, you know, it's encouraging. So we didn't really talk about the the Minnesota goals at all, did we? Uh, no. Well, okay. There was a Kim Kehe fouled uh, Mueller. I don't know what his name was. I forget. He he fouled at the top of the eighteen. Should have got a booked for it. Didn't. Uh, and then Cross came in. Ikopara headed, kind of floated it back post. It went in, and he got a bloody nose for his efforts. Ikopara twenty six minutes in uh, by. Greg Goose, the guy that uh, should have oh, been sent off. I keep off. saying Aguera. It's it's Ariaga. <laughs> Who? A two R's and E A G A. Ariaga. Ariaga, not Aguera. Yeah. He, Holy shit. Sergio. I have no Sergio. Idea. So we keep calling him Xavi, and I'm mispronouncing the the last name. That's why you just call him X. Just call him X. 
Just call him Dr. X. So Eichelpar got a goal, and then uh, we get a goal in the 42nd minute. Kramer goal, by the way. Shouts to Kev. Uh, Christian rolled on. Basically, uh, Cross comes in, gets headed out, top of the 18, probably about maybe 25 yards out. Uh, Absolute cannon. Yeah. Hits it with the right <laughs> foot, spins away. From the from it was the, about twenty five yards out, wasn't it? Exactly. Oh my god, just dead center. But just... it's, it's Schuler, Schuler. Okay, so Schuler was pretty close to being in the path of that ball and uh-huh. almost jumped out of the way. Like, why would you do that? I don't know. Yeah, you, I've already criticized people by turning their back on the play because mm-hmm. I mean I don't know. I'm 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 more pissed than anything because I'm the goalie and I don't get to shy away from that kind of crap. Mm-hmm. I have to go head first into these things. But yeah, Schuler kind of jumped and twisted and almost got out of the way of that shot. And thank you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll take it. So, um, yeah, that's that that goal of the year material. Definitely goal of the banger. week material. So we'll see what happens. Yep. Uh, get your votes in if you haven't already. Yep, absolutely. All right, so you mentioned uh, you mentioned Houston. Yes. Yeah, and uh, we happen to be playing them next. Isn't that exciting? I know, right? Yeah, they, they're kind of a surprise this year. Yeah, you know, because I was you know kind of just kind of looking at okay, what are some of the projections that teams have had so far, and how are they doing? A lot of people had Kansas City winning the West. Mm-hmm. Not, probably not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> they're a mash unit right yeah, now. Houston was the kind of the fringe playoff team mm-hmm. that it was like, uh, you know, didn't the, quite cross the red line. True, yep. but you know, once again, life in the Western Conference mm-hmm. is an absolute bear. But no, they've their schedule has been soft. Not as mm-hmm. you know, C- Seattle's was a bit soft too. But they've they've had to feel they've had to deal with some heavyweights, but. Houston, aside from, I want to say, LA Galaxy, where they lost 2-1, I believe, on the 19th of April, they haven't had that really tough game. They haven't had that really tough atmosphere, because I believe that that LA Galaxy game was at home. So, you know, you get the home crowd, but LA Galaxy's quality side. This is going to be a test for them. So I'm 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 interested in seeing how this Houston team does on the road, tough atmosphere, I've, showcase game because this yeah. is where they kind of have to prove to the league that we're going to be a threat. Mm-hmm. They're they haven't typically. I mean, they were good earlier, but this is years ago. Yeah, uh, they haven't really knock on wood for good luck. Yeah, they haven't done very well up here on turf. Um, Did we beat them twice last year at home yes. or at, at our place? A few times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And in the playoffs, uh, we beat them two years ago, 2017 to qualify mm-hmm. for the, uh, MLS cup. Um, so yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. They got Kyoto, Minotas and Albert Elise, and they're pretty dang dangerous. Um, good news, bad news is those guys might be gone halfway through the season. They might start selling their assets. Um, so maybe this team can get as many points as they can in the mid- in the beginning and then uh, ride it out. Yeah, very good up front uh, with Elise and uh, the forward uh, Motas, I believe. Uh, so I-, I feel like they can they can score a lot of points. And one thing that kind of impresses me about them is that they are the typical team that. You know, I, I feel like Seattle's a bit healthier in the back now, but at the same time, 
during that time where you know we had injuries and guys being carded, teams were getting shots off. And Houston she gets about 14, 15 shots off a game. So they so they're very aggressive up front. They can uh, they can counterattack pretty well, but they also I believe they're smarter this year in terms of just possessing the ball and not just you know taking the ball going down the field. Uh, good pacing. Uh, I, I want to say that this is probably going to be one of those games where, uh, where, where we're probably looking at a, another single point type, which I don't want. But a tie at home is going to be a nightmare. Oh, it's going to be absolute no nightmare. But at the same time, you gotta. To me, you gotta get an early goal, put some pressure on them, because I feel like they're going to be one of the, and they're going to be one of these teams throughout the season where it's. The longer you let them hang around, yeah. the the more dangerous they'll get for that for that, that equalizing team. goal yeah. or that that deadly game winning goal. So it's like that fly that gets in your house, and mm-hmm. three days later you don't know what that fucker's eating. Yeah, but right. he's the size of a sparrow. Yeah, yeah. Well, the one, yeah, the one, the one player to watch I think is uh, Martinez because I hate that guy. He's the one that like twice. In the same series, probably twice in the same game, started pushing people's faces in the grass and was just being a, <laughs> just being a total jack of all trades. Jack knob. <laughs> yeah. Uh, lineups. Uh, see if he's still on the team. Yep. Thomas Martinez, the number ten. I am concerned about that guy. I want him. Thomas Orange Theory. We talked. About. I want him to have explosive diarrhea. Thomas. Wow. You want Thomas Martinez to have explosive diarrhea. Wow. Yes, please. Because he's just. He gonna, are they going to be wearing their whites? Uh, no, they're going to be wearing orange. Okay. Or their two tone, but no, he's just he's just an a hole. <laughs> he like he's just a prick, and I want him to. I don't want him dead because that's cruel. But I would like explosive him explosive diarrhea. I would like him to have, uh, yeah, some some sort of bad shellfish experience when he. Where is can he go for that in an intimate moment? What I said. Where can he go for that in Seattle? For bad shellfish? Yeah, Long John um, Silver's. I can I can swing by the the. <laughs> The local market and just get some food and leave it out. Maybe some oysters. It's classy. Just it's well, we Good have like four plan. days, eighty degree weather. Ooh, leave it out. Yeah. Maybe, maybe stick it in his Uber <laughs> on the team bus. That that's um, it's a fantastic strategy. So I'm I'm looking at the listener questions. We've we've got more listener questions than we've ever had. Oh God, You're I'm welcome. feeling really good about that. All right, uh, are we ready for... I'm feeling really good about that. Can we beat Houston? Yes. We're going to have everybody but Svensson, it looks like. Right? Yes. We're not losing... It looks like uh, Svensson is still still out, but um, everybody looks fit and ready to go. And, one, uh, you know, this is day after tomorrow, but uh, we're not going to lose any players uh, until international breaks, so that depth should come into handy. Um, we also have a Tacoma Defiance game this weekend against, yes, uh, against portland so mother's day that's going to be a lot of fun definitely going to that match uh i think rod gunner is going to be in the seats in front of us you look beautiful in that headset are your ears sweating no they're not oh no, good you're just really. always cool under pressure how does the how's the can sound pretty good yeah pretty good. okay good right on el cheapo monitor cans are good they'll work I've, I've worked in radio since i was 15 i've yeah. heard i've had worse i've no? had some some that will just like just like start sparking, you oh, can hear God. a buzz in your ear. Not good. 
No, you know no. you're about to get shocked. Yeah, yeah. College <laughs> radio at its finest, kids. Man, okay. So hey, we got to give a couple shout outs. Of course, uh, Nico Moreno couldn't be here tonight because he's watching his kid try out for soccer. So uh, good luck, Nico's kid. Um, and we're just really thrilled for uh, our friend Tashi Langton. Uh, he is the head coach of the Foss Falcon boys who have just qualified for state for the first time ever. Uh, False Falcons boys soccer. Um, they beat uh, Highline three to one uh, last Tuesday, uh, a couple of days ago on the seventh. And so we couldn't be happier for them. Hey, if you can go out to Franklin Pierce uh, uh, Stadium uh, on Saturday, not sure on the time. You'll have to check maps preps or something, uh, max preps or something. But uh, not sure on the time on that yet. But they're playing Franklin Pierce uh, to see who's going to get seated third or fourth in the in the state tournament. So they are super stoked, uh, and we're we couldn't be happier for for Tashi. So uh, shout out to them. See what you can do to support your local high school athletics. Incredibly important to us here. Cheers. PBR easy. <laughs> it goes down so easy. E- so easy. Mine's empty. Mm-hmm. It evaporated. I don't you want, want a sip I don't, of mine, no, Bubba. I don't want yours. I don't have any mouth diseases that you know of. That I know of. Mm-hmm. Damn right. All right. So hey, um, we have a chance now to go into listener questions. Like I said, we've got more listener questions than we have ever had. <laughs> so we have just really happy. We have <laughs> more listener questions than listeners. Oh man, dozens of us. <laughs> so let's start with uh, our good friend. Friend of Pod. Friend of pod, John Murphy. Hey, uh, JM underscore Murph on Twitter. Hey, once he's fit and integrated into the team again, do you play Joven over Smith over New Who? Do you try to sell New Who in the summer banking on the same interest he had from clubs in the offseason? Does everything depend on if Smith stays or not? Uh, you guys were talking about New Who's interest with Francophone teams uh, in the in the Western Western Hemisphere here. What does that look like? Looks like we're going to get assigned uh, some transfer fees, maybe? Yeah. Think so? I can't see much, but maybe half a mil? Half a mil? I don't know. What's hey, transfer I, market I, got him at? I have no idea. Well, I'm about to find out. No idea. Uh, I mean, it, it, we want it. We knew who should play. He could He could play. I mean, honestly, we could sell him for Tam or Gam. He could play left back for I don't know, any team in this league that needs a left back. He's quality. Just I think what we're asking out of our left back, he is not um, blessed with well, the shit. ability. He's uh he's at eight hundred and fifty five thousand. Price just went up. Holy well, shit! So, hey, you know, and, and no slight against any other teams, whether they be in the league or around the world, somebody's gonna pay that. Yep. And like everybody's got a price, and somebody's gonna pay. New who? Somebody's got a system. New who fits in? Yes. Yep. And and so. You know, you don't want to just say, hey, you know, just sit on the bench. If he can be useful somewhere and you can get something off of that, then why not? I uh, I, I like what Nuhu does defensively. I think I'm on an island. Everyone else seemed, seems to think that he's a defensive liability. I appreciate his defense more so than, than what he can contribute offensively. He goes running down the field, but then it doesn't always work out. Agreed. So, so we're, we're on that island together. All right. Okay, so uh, but Joven over Smith. <laughs> well, I think. <laughs> I mean, I 
I think Brad Smith. I think I would take Jovan Jones over. I don't know Christian or not Christian Rodriguez. Maybe. I mean, if we can run in a okay right now in the situation where if if you were to play today, I would pull Nico back down to like the six or the eight mm-hmm. to play with uh, Christian, and then I would put really I would put Joven Jones as as you left want to see Lodero as a as well. A defender. We don't have Svensons out right now, so okay, that would work. I would plug and play right there, and then everything else we can keep. Okay. And then have Rodriguez be the ten. How long do you think Svensson's going to be out? I mean, Jovan Jones isn't a isn't a long term. No, no, he's not going to be here. At, at, Neither of those guys are going to be here till July. So you don't think? No. You think it's going to take six weeks to get Visa squared away? I think that by the time I mean they're just getting done with their season. Visa they got to take some time away, off. Yeah, time off. Maybe practice. Yeah. You okay. Know, maybe if 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 both guys maybe have some just some you know minor injuries. You want to be to me. You want to be. 100% once you hit the practice field. All right. Yeah, so, it's going to be a long day. Fair. But I would, yeah, I would put Brad Smith at left back, and then I'd put Joven Jones as attacking midfielder. Okay. Um, Dudesby asks, tell me more about the new center back. Well, he he, he definitely, um, just kind of scouring social media. Yeah. You know, because you know, I'm, I'm a journalist. I'm an investigative journalist. Mm-hmm, indeed. He's, he's a big fan of soccer. He's a big fan of <laughs> running. He likes okay. long walks on the beach. He's, he's looking for friendship and possibly more. Yes. He's a big NPR listener. He loves family. He loves God. He loves family guy. He's very generous. He's very generous. <laughs> he is definitely. He's going to give, give it, it to you. you. <laughs> Ariega uh, seems uh, like you said, Andrew. He's he's quick. He's athletic. He's young. He's got yeah. lots of years left in he, him, and he can stick. Because if you look at the highlights that that he has, yes, there's some goals in there. But to me, I like a team that maybe you have six or seven guys that are capable of putting the ball in the back of the net, and when the ball is on their foot. They aren't afraid to take a shot. Mm-hmm. I mean, you want it to be a good shot, but he he seems like he gets down in there. He's you know he's pretty pretty long and lanky from what it looks mm-hmm. like. You know, some 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 teams struggle you know handling a guy like that. So no, I I think he's going to be a fantastic addition to the club. Everyone fights, no one quits. I honestly I think. He's tall. He's athletic. He has been. He's been wearing the captain's armband. He's got one cap for Ecuador. Um, I think what we see, we need someone to direct traffic out of the back. Um, I mean, Marshall's a beast, but you know, Father Time. I've been worried. I've been worried about Kim too. I mean, well, it gives us more options. Yeah. So I'm worried about Kim and and kind of some of those late tackles and some of the weight that just disciplinarily seems to be getting a little desperate yeah, out of the so back. So he seems like the one that's going to get the yellow card accumulation. Well, and and to me, for Kim, it feels like he's maybe, and, and maybe lack of a better term, he's putting too much pressure on himself, and he's, he's mm. trying to do maybe too much to help the team, and you alleviate that pressure when you have a guy who can get in there, who can create you know, possession-changing opportunities. So now Kim isn't having to, you know, slide all over the place and mm-hmm. feel like he's got to, you know, save the save day. The world, yeah. And then on a possession where he's thinking, okay, I shouldn't, you know, be this aggressive, he ends up being aggressive. So, so it improves trust across the board. Oh, absolutely. I okay. think it does. That's huge. 
All right. Sounds the good. trust tree. I say the he's a young tree. Roman Taurus. Yeah. Uh, all right. That sounds great. Same question, but with uh, this is John Murphy again. Same question, but with Ariaga. Does he fit in behind Chad for the time being and play so Chad can rest? Are we going to see more of Torres in Tacoma, or does he force a move in the summer? Is Ariaga vers- versatile enough to play behind both Kim and Marshall? I believe Torres has a team option. Yeah. Uh, so at the, I believe at the end of the season. Okay. So I think from what I've been kind of hearing and maybe kind of just seeing, it seems like Torres may want to play and kind of prove that, you know, that, oh yeah, yeah, I can, I can stay here next year. The trick to that is the front office has to want to play. Him. Yeah. Above all those other options. Uh-huh. That's a tight spot to be in for a player. Tight spot to be in. And if the club, you know, once again, if the club can find a way to make money and, and, and maybe kind of recoup from what you recoup what you've done mm-hmm. and get some money out of it, mm-hmm. then yeah. I mean it summer could be a trade. the way to go, right? Summer window if <laughs> oh summer window for if a team, you know, needs, you know, uh-huh. a center back. Yeah, I could see. I could. I don't see a foreign club paying a whole lot for him, but I could see in MLS we could probably get some some allocation dollars for it. Yeah, I mean, once again, there's what twenty something teams in the league. Somebody's going to have interest. Send him to New England. All right, have to meet him in the playoffs. Oh no, no, (laughs) I wouldn't want that for him. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I don't know. All right. Now, I, I, is Ariaga versatile enough to play behind Kim and Marshall, left and right? Sure. Yeah. All right. I'm not hating it. Okay. I'm sorry. You were about to say something. I stepped on you, Timmy. All right. Uh, Nick Garcia, 08 and Garcia on Twitter. Who's likely to get more first team minutes, if any, this season? Leva or AOC? Alfonso Ocampo Chavez. What do you think? I'm going AOC, but I think I think we kind of we we both agree it's going to be either due to international duties or just keeping fresh bodies out there. Mm-hmm. Covers yeah. bark and drink. Oh, drink. Um, yeah, I, I think either of these guys are not really going to get a whole lot of first team minutes. They're going to get the last few minutes of a match, maybe to kill a game off, apply pressure. You know, I don't think they're going to be plugged in to try to get a goal. Right. Um and to be honest, I mean Chop uh, AOC, he's 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 in uh playing for the U17s right now and that he and Leva are just killing it. So maybe they're in the World Cup this summer. Mike Pacific uh asks Who? <laughs> Pacific <laughs> PDX on Twitter. Uh You only tweet when Stroke you're winning. winning. <laughs> tweet when you're winning. Tweet when, when you're, you're winning. winning. Mike only tweets when he's winning. Um, the Vancouver Whitecaps, LMAO or ROFL? I'm surprised they haven't <laughs> fired their coach already. Uh, well, yeah, everybody else oh, fired. Uh, <laughs> Vancouver, it's funny because didn't Vancouver beat LAFC? They did. Yeah, mm-hmm. they picked up their first win against LAFC. They, they drew with mm-hmm. Seattle. But aside from that, it is like... If a tree falls in the woods and nobody's around to see it, did it did it really happen or mm-hmm. hear it? Like, oh no, my god! No, I I look at Vancouver and I'm just like, ugh. 
if a tree falls in the forest, well, first of all, there's there was a forest fires last year, so ain't no trees up in BC. <laughs> and secondly, they probably would have already uh, developed the land and charged you six million for a four hundred square foot house. Damn, our garden shed is bigger than this. <laughs> our garden shed is bigger than this. It has a door and a window. Our garden shed is bigger than this. But does it have an open concept? Our garden shed. Our garden shed. <laughs> it's bigger than this. It's, it's bigger, bigger than, than this. <laughs> but does it have an open concept floor plan? Uh, it's got a wheel. Oh, man, it's got Vancouver a wheelbarrow. Sucks. It's got a wheelbarrow. <laughs> Vancouver is just awful. It's uh, they're they're having a hard time for sure. But uh, speaking of that, what Ooh. are the? We had some coach firings this this week. Like everybody's on the fuck that guy bus. Right. Uh, so FC Cincinnati was the first one to yes. no New, Colorado. New England, Colorado. Sorry, Colorado. Yeah, yeah. FC Cincinnati. Okay, so I'm trying to figure out. Okay, so yes, I am not. I'm more of the Premier League type than MLS. But here's my question: You have a expansion franchise. You're relatively new to the league Mm -hmm. you knew what you were getting into when you hired this guy Mm -hmm. and you fired him before june wow wow well thank you (laughs) i'm I'm trying to figure out like okay like what are what are we trying to do here cincinnati like i I get it you're new he's a new kid yeah he he was their usl coach uh and they they Rode it a hot hand. I mean, they got off to a decent start. They lost to us, but then they got points in the next two games they yeah. weren't expecting. Um, but I think he just lost the locker room, and then kind of between him and Adi, sort of just kind of uh, Adi was basically saying, "Sure, I'll play. I'll play in in the positions I'm not really you know putting people in the wrong positions." But um, is this like a is this like a, a Samson deal where um, uh, U.S. Soccer went with the hot hand guy? And he was entirely underqualified. No, I don't know. I mean, he's he coached what his his resume. I think it was with I think South South Africa national team. I don't know if that's a, a quality national team, but I mean, he's got a decent resume. I just think that you know the difference between um, USL and I mean, of course your fans are expecting you to 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 be successful just because you won USL. Well, you won USL with with a, a technically a DP in in Fernando Adi and. Things just have not, you know, haven't, haven't gone their way. So they're going to cut and they're going to uh, take their time to find the right coach. So why do they why do they take their time to find the right coach before? Like who who's in there? <clears throat> so that's that's something I don't get. Sometimes is you fire somebody and then you have this long ass search to find the next coach. The right somebody and somebody underneath that coach who's been operating in that same system is kind of trying to bail the water out of the out of the hull of the boat, right? So, uh 2016 Sounders, you fire the coach and then he couldn't not hire Schmetzer after what right. happened. So. Right. But if Schmetzer wasn't, you know, bailing out fast enough, we weren't getting points and he was gone. Yep. That's or true. He would have maybe stayed in the system. All right. So, uh Alan so works out or doesn't. All right. Um well, th- he, he was I mean, they, they fired Anthony Hudson because the Colorado Rapids, the Crapids, were not uh, were not doing anything at all. They were horrible. Um, then the second head to, to to fall was Alan Koch, and then Brad Frieda from the New England Patriots. Or <laughs> <laughs> whoops, the Revs. Yeah, Brad got fired today. Um, and that, I mean, bummer. But he was he was 
always throwing his team under the bus, saying, oh, MLS, there's no pressure. There's no pressure on these guys. Well, apparently, um, you should have felt a little bit more pressure because you're out of a job now. How about that? How about that? I, I still think what happened today is, like like what you talked about earlier, everybody's firing the coaches. Brad walks in. Hey, guys, <laughs> why, are, why are boxes? What, why are why is my name on this box? Why? Why? why, why so, my key doesn't work, guys. Uh, my key does not work. Uh, I just, I hit the badge. I just get the red light. You know, it's funny because um, I was talking to somebody about this today, and we were talking about how just you know how they they share the same space with the New England Patriots, but it's kind of like how because like in Kansas City before Sporting KC had their rebrand, they were in Arrowhead. I don't know if you've uh-huh. ever been to a Sporting KC or a Kansas City Wizards game in Arrowhead. It's like seven people there, and it's a 70,000-seat stadium. <laughs> it's like, we don't belong here. <laughs> hey, guys, is anybody else's login? Anybody right. have trouble logging so, in? Oh, oh so, see, you guys are moving me down to the boiler room? Well, it's funny because it's like... Have you, you know, seen my stapler? Bill Belichick, he's walking around, and, and he's, he's wearing a damn hoodie, and then he sees Brad Friel. Who are you? <laughs> I, 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 I coach the soccer team. What? What fuck is soccer? <laughs> are, you, are you watching our practice? We're not allowed to do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 we were filming our practice. You have a camera. Get it away. Actually, do you have any more tape? Can, can, can you use some tape? How, okay, go away. How Bye. come you almost sound British? Not really, but just a hint. It's like just Madonna. That, that blue blood. New no, it's, I got to spend some time in London, so I'm going to pick up an accent. I hadn't heard Brad Friel talking forever, uh, so I, 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 I now now I need to know if he really has a fake British accent. Oh, a nice note from Nico Moreno. Uh, I wish I was there too, guys. Empanadas and I drink from you guys always. Selection of beverages. I need one of those as I sit here stressing out about my son's tryout. Oh, good luck, buddy. He made the team. Did he make the team? I I, I feel confident in oh, saying okay. it. Great, wait, great. Wait, you're Nico's kid? All right. Yes. We'll, we'll find a spot. Nico's kid made it? Yeah. All right. So Okay. So a hard hitter from James Woolard here, Brit Vox US on the Twitters. Who are you rooting for in Champions League? We got a Liverpool fan here. We've got a Tottenham fan here. Spurs. I guess that just answered the question. Who are you rooting for? When you walk through a storm. Houston Dynamo. <laughs> Chicago Fire. <laughs> They're going to win the World Cup. <laughs> the salty face from Mr. Hammond over here is pretty solid right now. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. All right, we can't play so, more yeah, than without paying royalties. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, so, but, um, all, right, all right, all right. So there's so, two but teams. the match coming up. There's two Go teams. For it. Yep, yep. Tottenham. And you happen to be a Tottenham fan. Yes, Tottenham Spurs. fan. And Gareth Bale in his, like, his last season. I was like, oh, man, this guy's going to be awesome. And then he, well, he got a lot of money. And it hasn't been good since. Well, one Clinton uh, uh, Revenue Dempsey played there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got... Yeah. Uh, also, also full America, but... Uh, the guy that's sitting sitting uh, in the in the rehab chair right now. Hey, guys. Um, DeAndre Yedlin yeah. played there. Hello. So, all right, we're good. Um, so how did we get to this point? What just happened? I I don't know. It was I blacked out. I was like Frank the Tank in, in old school. I feel like both teams just. So uh, I mean, there's this the 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 semifinals. Uh, there's a home and away, and 
I'll start. Liverpool. Liverpool laid a uh, uh, an egg. They got scored on three times in the. Is it the Bernabeu? Is that what they call what's what's Barcelona? Barcelona. New Camp. So uh, uh, Liverpool played and dropped an egg. They they uh, they lost three nothing to Barcelona at Barcelona. I don't know why they put the th in this. It's Camp New. Oh, Camp New. Okay. Camp New. And then uh, they come back. They and put the Barcelona in there because that's how they pronounce the S's. And the I just think I think the king had a lisp, and then they just felt bad for him. <laughs> and so everybody starts the Barcelona. <laughs> that's that's what I think. Continentia buttocks. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 all right. So we're we're uh, uh, they, uh, Liverpool drops three nothing at Barcelona, mm-hmm. and the return leg was on Tuesday. And I'm working and streaming from my phone, and I I just see I think I got out of the car and someone said tweet like oh here it's it started and then uh, uh, Liverpool's already got a goal in the seventh minute so that is a great way to start when you uh-huh. have three goals to come back from oh yeah and then uh, well they get one they get two they get three in the in the second half they have their third and I'm like holy crap that just happened and then they get the fourth. Like, holy crap, all you got to do is not get scored on now because that away goal cancels everything out. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I don't know if it was a epic comeback did, or an epic choke. Are did, we allowed to say choke they, anymore? Can we say choke? say choke. Yeah, you choke on a chicken bone all the time. Yeah. So did was so did they – so I'm interested in, in – I didn't watch the match. What did they do? Uh, how did they – how did they defend in that those last minutes when they're trying to save save against that goal? Are they still continuing to press to try to get the insurance guy? Or watching Barcelona, Barcelona uh, watching Barcelona play, they just lost a lot of the ball. Like I, I think they're in the middle of this transition between Pep Tiki Taki and mm-hmm. just almost like English Premier League, just go long ball and go score because that's kind of how they got a lot of their goals. I, I think. They, maybe they were just gassed. You know, you start getting scored on, and then doubt creeps into your head, and then yeah. you panic, and you're not thinking straight. But yeah, yeah that, speaking of not thinking straight, that was the very last goal. Uh, there was a ball that got kicked out for a corner, and it was still on the field. And then somebody, you know, I don't know if it was uh, if it was Origi, went to kick it out, and then everyone's just kind of like you know on pause. I think they're just basically brain farting, setting up their defensive you know assignments for a corner kick. And then the guy that was going to go kick it comes running back to the ball, kicks it to the you know edge of the six, and Origi just puts it in the in the top corner. And now they're up for nothing, and everyone's like, "Well, what just happened?" <laughs> like it was the whole game. So Liverpool advances to the finals. It's an all English final, and uh, something very similar to that happened uh, on the other side of the pond. Yes. So uh, Tottenham they lose the first leg at home to Ajax, which Ajax, you know, they, they, Ajax pulled off a few upsets in making the Champions League semifinal, and so it was kind of like, okay, you know, they score that first goal, uh, so they're 1-0 at home, uh, and yeah, no, it was, it was typical Spurs for about 70 minutes of that game where it was, you know, Spurs are down in the Ajax and every single time just... Just chipping away, just trying to get something. Mm-hmm. Can't get anything. Ajax would come down. They score two goals. They go up uh, three nothing, and uh, on aggregate, 
And so now it turns into, okay, this is probably over. You know, it's been fun. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, I mean, that, that's essentially what it turned into. You're just like, oh, great. Yeah, who's going to awesome. get three goals away? Right. Especially against a team that I'm like, Ajax is rolling. And so, uh, yeah, no, so they get one goal. You, 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 you get a second one like maybe five, ten minutes later. Mm-hmm. And then, and now you're thinking to yourself, okay, if you can just tie the game, like if you can, if you can just tie the game, guess what? You went on away goals yep. on on aggregate, and yeah, um, they they got the goal, and literally it. I mean, it was essentially the last maybe last five ten seconds of the actual game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that thing went into and, like ten minutes of stoppage. Yeah, <laughs> and, and yeah, they 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 put a ball in the back of the net off of a uh, kind of off of a kind of a sloppy corner, and yeah, the, I don't know, like Potch. The man is crying. I'm so I'm watching the game in the office. So I'm having to like be in a newsroom. And for those who don't understand what how like kind of how a newsroom works, everybody is kind of always working on something. And so you really don't want to make too much noise in terms of okay, oh my god, like but like when sports are on, you know, people are kind of like okay, we're going to see what happens. And so I'm on a delay. So I'm watching it on my computer. But on the TV, it's like maybe five seconds ahead. So they see the goal, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, what just happened? And then I see it, and I just <laughs> I just raise my hands walking around, and I'm like, yes. Tottenham is in a Champions League final. That is fantastic. I never thought I would say the words. It was the <laughs> most – I ask, God bless them, that was the most Spursy way to lose a game. <laughs> uh, but the best part about this is one of my good friends – a huge, actually, a few of my good friends are are huge Liverpool fans, so they've been here before. I have not been here before. I am gonna celebrate! Damn it! There you go. You deserve it. And they're probably get like Relax. Liverpool probably has a chance. To, I mean, Liverpool is probably the favorite. But that was yeah. Time. They they won their game without their scorer, you know, yeah. Mo Salah, and without. Mm-hmm. Brazilian. I don't remember his name. <laughs> Shows you I'm a fan. I was just trying to figure out did did uh, did Lucas get all three goals in the second half? I believe he got two of. Uh, he got two, I thought oh, Deli Ali got, got a oh, goal. He got, but three. he got all three. He got a second he half hat three. trick. Second half hat trick. 55, 59, and in the ninetieth minute plus six. Woo! Five minutes of stoppage time. Because I mean, because as soon as they it went to the ninety fifth minute. Tottenham was taking the ball into the offensive end. And my thinking is, okay, they're going to blow the whistle. They are going to blow the whistle because it's, you know, it's like they've had their chances. Just to crush your dreams. Yeah. Well, because (laughs) Tottenham, because Spurs, that's why. Because they they do that. And then Mora puts it in the back of the net. And I'm just like, are you shitting me? (laughs) This just really happened. Yeah. No, I... I, I I'm afraid of what's going to happen June first. Like I don't I I may you know, oh by the way I looked up the wow. ticket prices from Seattle Drink. to Madrid, forty two hundred bucks. Um I I, I oh, oh you look at it too. No I'm just I'm oh uh, <laughs> I have it no was idea. like twenty three hundred bucks oh. for a one one person flying out oh, round trip. That's insane. That that's a lot of money. 
It's a few bucks. How yeah, much would it bucks. cost to put you in, um, I don't know. You just put, throw me in a crate Doggy and just crate. see what happens? Yeah. Don't shake fragile. Well, just give him a bunch like of Benadryl. Six, three, six, four. Benadryl is is a wonder drug. I highly endorse mm-hmm. it because um, I have allergies. Yeah, but um, I'm like six three six four. I don't think I could fit in a crate. Yeah, um, you can barely fit in one of those. You can barely fit in one of those coach seats. Man, I'm roll. I'm I'm rolling coach coach across the Atlantic. <laughs> that's gonna be rough. It's gonna be yeah. Rough. That's gonna suck. Um, I don't know where I'm gonna watch the game. I, I thought about just watching it like in a private. Like I may have to watch it at home because I don't so want to be. You in realize tears that Doyle's is a, is a Liverpool bar, right? Oh, fuck. Yeah. So just be careful. I think you can go to Ale House or Jack in the Box. They might have it on. <laughs> Jack in the Box. Jack and- Stream it from the free Starbucks free Wi Fi. <laughs> the funny thing is, because I, I've been to Doyle's once, solid bar. I feel like if I walked in there with my son jersey, I, I they may throw shit at me. No, no, no. no you're six three, right? They're very. I'm a six three black dude. Nobody's gonna want to mess with me. Yeah, maybe. I'll be fine. Okay, are you guys gonna be there? Uh, June first. What day of the week is that? Saturday. It's a Saturday. Um, they're playing uh, Dallas that day. At Dallas or home? Oh, it's home. At Dallas. That's why I said it's at Dallas. Ew. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but we're going to Ring of Honor that night. Oh, that's right. But oh, it's going to be God. early, so it's going to be a full day. Oh, that's going to be a fun day. That's going to be a full fun day because oh, we're going to go to Doyle's and we're going to go to wrestling. Yeah, that's and what then we're going to do. Probably going to you're going to see a grown man cry in a pub. Yeah, probably because Mo Salah is going to disassemble y'all. Okay, first off, and I'm what? here to support. Okay, first I'm here off, to support you the might underdog. Be right. Yeah. <laughs> um, First of all, how dare you? <laughs> Here's the thing. You, know, you want to know the one thing I was encouraged by, though? What? Harry Kane was running. and He, he was, was running. running freely. <laughs> that wasn't happening like, like three ja- weeks ago. Running freely like a North American jackalope. Yeah, no, you're right. He was he was running. So if he was a sounder, he put a he would have pulled a hammy. Okay, wow. Now you're just gonna you're going to a real dark place there, Tim. Appreciate okay. it. So we do have one fight, and I, I'm I'm a I'm a uh, I'm I'm a neutral on this one. Are you just gonna wear a shirt that says I'm neutral? I'm gonna, I'm gonna wear my blue shirt that says college. <laughs> that works. Yeah. So whoever buys me more beers gets my support. Oh, looking at our phones now. Yep. You're just checking your bank account balance. I get it. I get it. Um, okay, so one last question at Siegeness, C-E-E-J-N-E-S-S on Twitter. With more players now in the mix, I have to ask, which three cheeses would you put together in a multi-cheese grilled cheese sandwich? Oh, that's good. Yeah. I'm going to take first pass on this one. First off, you got to start with the right kind of bread. you got to butter the bread. Mayonnaise? You don't butter the pan. I don't know who the fuck came up with that shit. You butter the bread. Yes. Butter the bread. A little mayonnaise is not a bad idea, but you got to be going all out. And you really got to want to commit to that thing. But you're going three cheese. You got to go with a Munster. You got to go with a Havarti. And then you got to go with a, you top it off with like a white cheddar. All right. Okay. All right. Um, That's me. That's just me. I'm 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 a little more, you know, kind of bare bones with it. Fair enough. That's uh, three cheeses, baby. Yeah. So yes, butter on the bread. Butter oh, on the bread. Butter I'm on the bread. Buddy, old bread. <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> they don't call uh, it a toasted cheese sandwich for nothing. Oh yeah, that's not even a euphemism for anything. I just like sandwiches. <laughs> um, Colby Jack. <laughs> Co Jack, let's go, Co Jack. 
Solid uh, choice. Yes. Um, I, Does that I count as two cheeses or one cheese? One. Because it's Colby and Monterey Jack. Eh, Colby Jack. Whatever. All right, Co Jack. Um, then going sharp cheddar. Okay, okay. A little sharp cheddar. Okay. And then I want to top it off with, um, be classy, maybe shake things up a little bit, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a little Gouda. A little Gouda. A little little smoky, yeah. little smoky a little, deliciousness. Little smoky, yeah. I like it. All right. Can, can, we, can, we, can we put some bacon in it, too? Yeah, yeah, but it's like what? How many cheese? What the cheeses are? But yeah, yeah go with the bacon's. Go with the bacon's. Maybe we'll do to be a, 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 bacon. a bacon question later on in the in the season. I, I don't like know. It. Man, Texas toast. Okay, oh, butter, yeah. butter. First cheese, Kraft American. <laughs> <laughs> Second cheese, whiz. Third cheese, <laughs> easy. <laughs> So you got just two different kinds of spray cheese, along with the Velveeta and the Kraft American. <laughs> Easy Whiz and Kraft American, <laughs> and dip it in nacho cheese just to dip top it, it in off. Na- yeah, the nacho cheese that is uh, the, that is is runny at thirty three degrees. Stove's broken, so he just sticks that shit in the microwave. No, I just put put it back in the toaster. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been a magical evening. I am just so happy we are going strong once again. Uh, this has been the, our seventh show this year, at least in this season. We did a couple from season two to close out in January or so. So we've been we've been we've been rolling along, and you're rolling along right with us. Uh, just want to thank Andrew Hammond for joining the team, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate you. You've been really awesome, and we hope to hear a lot more from you, uh, especially since you're a journalist and you got time to to pay attention to all this shit. Time to journal. Yeah, you know, do, you have time do, to do, journal. Uh, I get to do a journalism. Do you do you do you journal at home before you go to bed? You like? No, mm, I'm not like diary. Dirk funny, but okay. I need I need to. All right, because you know you have a lot of thoughts in your head, and you want yeah. to get them out. Yeah, and you want to exercise those muscles too, right. not just for not just for the people you work for. Right, man. There you go. Truth, Tim Hamilton. Thank you so much for joining. I feel really good about where we're headed this year. Don't you, buddy? Yes, I do. Flounder's B Team is a production of Channel Two Five Three. You can find ours and other great podcasts at channel253.com. You can be, become a member and get special membership benefits uh, from channel253 at channel253.com forward slash membership. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, we are out of here. That's a very soothing song to exit. It's quarter to three Hmm. Thursday night There's no one in the place Except you and me When I play the song, my son knows it's bedtime Oh, really? Yeah, I sing to him Frank Sinatra All right So set him up, Joe Set him up, Joe I got Is there a any tequila left? Upstairs Now I'm going to need some I of that before we go to A plethora A tequila What is a plethora? <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in a long time. It means a whole lot, El Guapo. (laughs) Hey, that's a male plane. Oh, how can you tell? (laughs) You can see his little balls. (laughs) (laughs) On that that note. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. (laughs) We are out of here. I need the blamp. All right.
This is Channel 253.